Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees. Their multicultural mess and secular scam, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me today. I hope you're having a great day wherever you are and thank you so much for joining my podcast. Um, I have, uh, I, I'm glad to be back. Um, yesterday was a little fiery podcast because I was really very angry. Um, but today I'm going to continue on that theme. Um I, I am going to continue on that team a little bit less fiery, I have to say, because yes, yesterday I was, uh, uh, I was fuming, literally. Um, but thank you for joining me again, really, one more time. I, I really appreciate your presence here. So today we're going to talk about inflation, 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 and why, uh, what should I say, and what is gladiator politics, okay? Uh, what does it got to do with inflation? Let's just start with the latter. Okay, what is gladiator politics? Gladiator politics is um, when you pit, you give a perception of someone that is, um, you know, someone that is weak up against someone that is uh, strong and powerful. Oh, the weak versus the powerful, the, the, the truth versus truth to power, the meek versus the... Um, uh, you know, uh, the Goliath, but we stand for truth. And because we are, uh, because we are, uh, you know, not powerful, because we are small, we, we are a small community, no one listens to us, but we are meek. This is what you call gladiator politics, okay? Uh, David versus Goliath. And of course, in the movies and in the literature books, David wins, the King David wins and becomes king of the world, becomes king of Israel. That is gladiator politics. For those who don't understand who David is, is he's the third king of the kingdom of Israel. And he is the number one king in the world uh, of that time. He is the most known king. He's like... Um, King David is like uh, Lord Ram, okay, for Israel. And because Israel is the founder of the Abrahamic faith, this story sort of travels everywhere. And anyone who follows Abrahamic religions understands that um, David, um, you know, David is, is the father of all kings and the king of all kings. And his story sort of replicates in different formats, David versus Gol- Goliath. And so this perception of the weak versus the, the powerful is what gladiator politics is. Um, um, and anywhere you go, people try this gladiator politics. Uh, it, they try it to deflect... Um, they try to deflect their... Um, from their policies. They try and deflect from their, uh, or they try to legitimize their legacy and their existence on the basis of gladiator politics. And it's always us versus them, them versus him, him versus me, all the Indians versus the Canadians versus the Americans versus this. It, it is a mess. And this is what democracy has become. Instead of democracy being about economics, empowering your economics, empowering your, your worth, empowering... Um, your knowledge, uh, investing in human resources, investing in infrastructure. Democracy has become gladiator politics. Uh, it is not different from the feudal times. It's just the labels have changed, but the mentality is not. 
Um, so in the feudal times, you have one king against the other king versus against a prince against this one. Today, it's the same thing. One country against another country against a third country against this political party against that political party and all the walks together and the lefts together and the rights together. It's a mess. It is absolutely a mess. Gladiator politics. Um, and anyone who drives this minority versus majority uh, is what um, the, the problem is. So they will not take they will not take their uh, they will not you know be frank about what they want to say they have no guts to say what they want to say but they will hide behind um negative versus positive um so on and so forth so this this is this is very important so yes it's very very important to understand gladiator politics in india gladiator politics have been going on for too long okay it's been going on since the since that they fought for the so-called independence okay and this so-called independence which we never got because we're just a transfer of power to, from one gladiator group to another gladiator group um in India, we never got independence. Uh, but the Indian National Congress, who supposedly got independence, but made a mess out of things from fighting uh, with, um, from fighting against uh, Jinnah and the British, and they pretended that they were the David, and the uh, the opposition was the Goliath. We fought the big bad British. Oh my God. We fought the we fought the Jinnahs in Pakistan. Oh my God! Um, but we don't understand that we only meet people who are mirror image of who we are. We only meet people who are mirror image of who we are. That's the long and short of the story. Um, we're fighting someone because we're the same junction, and we're both fighting for something. But we will meet people who are mirror image of who we are, and um, so you, you're trying to pretend that. You know, you're someone greater than thou. But this this uh, democracy has gone down the tatter drain um, with this perception of your mind and everyone is playing gladiator politics. It is time to stop it. Okay, minority versus majority. It's it's a perception. It doesn't exist. It's there to create chaos, and then it explodes, and people then don't understand what you're talking about. Why the explosion has happened? The explosion explosion has happened because of the perception of your mind that you've been given from since birth, and from birth we've given this narcissistic. Uh, ideology of minority versus majority, us versus them, only to camouflage the ignorance uh, of the establishment to keep you on a plantation. It is basically um, um, it is basically a divide and rule politics and it's being played by ideologues, uh, especially on the left side, although everyone else plays it in their own manner. This minority versus majority is something that's played by them very, very often. And they, 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 uh, they uh, you know, they, they, they dwell on this. This is their calling card. Us versus them, identity politics. It's not about cycles. It's not about everyone together. It's not about the whole cycle, the whole energy field, that all of us are the same energy field. It is about their uh, identity politics. They do this very well because it's the only thing they do. And what happens is um, they use it as a deflection 
for their corruption. They use this as a deflection for their lack of knowledge in economics, okay, and their lack of grasp of an economic reality uh, of of the electorate of your country of the region they they people on the left who play this ideological card us versus them david versus goliath uh, minority versus majority card uh, are absolutely ignorant of politics i don't know how they do it i mean they've got access to the best of the economic giants but they still are not capable of doing anything in economics it is typical of them and you can go across the planet you look at all these parties on the liberal front liberal this liberal that and uh, oh my god we are liberal we are open-minded we're secular we're multiculturalism zero politics it's only it's only a, a scam to camouflage what they are not doing and what they're not doing is keeping the economics in check and the economics means uh, increasing your gdp keeping uh, keeping inflation to the lowest okay that means keeping a, a balance between the liquidity in the market uh, of your of your cash liquidity in the market versus your demand and supply Okay, so making sure that you don't have too much of demand, you don't have too much of supply. If you have too much of supply, then you'll have um, excess demand, and excess demand always rises, uh, raises the prices. So you don't want too much of supply, or you don't want too little supply. You want to keep that balance, and this is important. But people on the left, governments on the left, can never do this. They can never. They have no idea how to keep the balance between uh, demand and supply. And the flow of money, the flow of uh, resources, the flow of inventory, um, and and here we go. There is no, there is always either lack of inventory in the market for either money, uh, energy, uh, goods and services, and so you have high prices. High prices means uh, uh, you, it means you have high demand. High demand means you have high prices, and they never put it down, but they'll increase taxes, and all the time they increase taxes, but the other side, they increase taxes, they have to make, sorry, they reduce taxes. But in order to reduce taxes, they need to, um, the other side, they're increasing your interest rate. So the interest rates going up is, the, is twice as bad as the reduction in taxes. I mean, they're making more money from the increase in the interest rates um, than just keeping the taxes as is and making sure you balance the demand and supply. They're not doing that. From Justin Trudeau to uh, Biden to uh, the governments in Europe, they're just not doing that. It's a mess all over the world, and people think they're so liberal, so great. They have tax reduction, tax rebates, tax this, tax that, but they don't. They don't have tax rebates because they double your interest rates and your interest rates going up that means the cost of uh, capital is going up you cannot invest in 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 a bigger economy when the cost of capital is going up um you have high inflation if um 
you have everything that's that should not happen in your economy um and and the data shows it all so on my page on my podcast page today you will see a picture Year, yearly inflation since liberalization in 1990 in 1995 uh, by large governments that are congress and the congress government uh, had had inflation at 13.90 at the highest to 10.6.33 at the lowest basically the average was about 10 point something 10 or 11 percent of the average during their reign uh you had two years of uh junta dal uh, government uh which reigned in slightly nine and seven um and then you had one two three four five almost six years uh, almost six years um um but five years five and a half years of a BJP government. Now, when the BJP government took over midway of the 1998, uh, their their unemployment went, their inflation went to 13.20, which is the highest, uh, and then came down. Uh, 2004, inflation was 3.77. So it went from 13.20 to uh, during takeover year to 3.77 which is fantastic i mean it's as low as you could get could get remember to the early 2000s was the uh, uh stock market crisis because of 9-11 attacks and and there was recession going on and so yes uh, then from 2005 all the way till 2013 or midway 2014 you had inflation going up again from 4.25 to 10 percent and your max was 12 12 of that in those years so 10 years of congress governments it was a mess inflation was as high as high can get uh, you come down again from 2014 to 2023 the it started off at 6.67, which was the 2014 inflation. It's now down to 5.1 inflation. So it's way beyond the years of the Congress. They keep talking about inflation, 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 inflation. But it's a lie, it's a scam to camouflage their gladiator politics. Oh, look, the minorities are suffering. Oh, look, there's poverty. Well, yes, you're, you're multiplying by, like flies. What do you expect? You cannot have a country that multiplies like flies. Point number one, you have never had any programs and anyone who tries to implement a program for population uh, stopping um, it meets with barriers. What do you expect? Of course, you're going to need resources, but you don't have the resources and you expect there not to be any poverty. And you're trying to pretend that there's inflation by repeating it multiple times. Is it going to change anything? Show us the numbers. For numbers, every time there is uh, a Congress government, inflation doubles and triples. I mean, every time there is a Congress government, inflation doubles. Look at the stats. The stats tell the picture. You've had, you've had nine years of BJP government, and it's gone from 6.67 to 5.1. So uh, th this is forecasted by the, this is, uh, by the RBI. 
Reserve Bank of India. So why don't they talk about that? Because they're not about talking about the inflation. They have no idea how to curtail inf- inflation. Um, Kauri was talking about the G20 today. Uh, oh, G20 is good. No, he didn't start with G20. He started with G2. G2? What is G2? Oh, but G2. Oh, no, G20. Sorry. So for one year, this G20 is going on and you're trying to say that you didn't know it was G- G20, it was G2. I mean, if you don't know that, how come you know anything about inflation? Why are you talking about inflation when you don't even know that? It's exactly what the, pro- what the issue is, that not only the, does the dot dot gang don't, doesn't know about inflation or how to, how to manage economics, they, they don't know anything. And people still believe that, oh, inflation is high because of the current government. Well, inflation is, is a combination of external factors and internal factors. The inter- external factors is obviously the energy policy, because the country, uh, India, does not depend on, um, on itself, cannot manage its own energy policy because of the load of the people at one point, at 1.4 billion people. So you can't, you depend on elsewhere. You depend on foreign sources. Because you depend on foreign sources, you have to depend on the international price of, of goods and services. Uh, and if you depend on the international price of, uh, of, um, of your energy sources, that means your oil, your energy, your, your gas, you have to depend on that. And if you don't depend on, and, and if you don't, if you have that for yourself, if you're a net energy producer, you wouldn't have that problem. But today you have that problem because of the fact that you have too much, too big a population and you're multiplying by fly, like flies. Um, of course, Kargye and his, his uh, you know, vote bank, appeasement politics will never have a population bill because they want to eradicate the Hindus. It's given, okay? It's been there for a very long time. So they get the, the Muslims to populate, to multiply. They get everyone else to m- multiply. Um, and they say, oh, yes, yes, poverty. But poverty happens because there are too many people. What did you do about it? Nothing. Um, and so here are the stats, my friend. Um, high population, good economics, you can still balance it out. Okay, you can still balance it out even with a high population. You must know how to use your economics. You have to have good economic advisors who, who can read the data, who can, data doesn't lie. So here you have uh, nine years of the uh, BJP government and inflation is from 6.67 at its, uh, at the beginning projected to end at 5.1 this year and a highest at 6.70 this uh, figures coming from the um these are figures coming from um from the RBI and what do they say religion politics no 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 hinduism is not a religion there is no such thing as religion politics it's about a civilization a civilization was based on uh, on geopolitics, on 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 um, knowledge, a civilization that was based on uh, economics. It was an economic powerhouse. It went down the train, and no government has been able, except for in between the BJP government in from 1998 to 2004. Again, they were the only ones who were able to rein in inflation. Uh, no one else has been able to do it. And how do they cover up for that? Gladiator politics, my friend. Gladiator politics. 
uh, camouflaged by oh religion politics, oh by Hindu versus Muslim, oh by majority versus minority. No, this gladiator us versus them is being practiced since before 1947 by one group and one group only, the dot 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 gangs or the 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 ancestors of the dot 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 gangs, and now the descendants of those ancestors who call themselves the dot dot dot. They they are the they are the reason why we're in a mess. They're the reason why we are in, in impoverished, uh, and they're the reason behind bad economics. But you cannot tell them that because they are they are too busy playing gladiator politics. It has to stop. You can change it. You can change those gladiator politics by understanding the data. Once you understand the data, you can see for yourself what these uh, media houses, whichever side they are on, left, right, or center, are talking about. And you can go straight to the to the RBI for these numbers. You can Google it, and I'll put a link on my podcast. You can Google it. This is important for you to understand. You keep the cost of capital low. Uh, you keep the balance in your um, uh, you keep the balance in your um, demand and your supply, and you make sure you have control of your energy policies. Um, you will not have inflation. Um, it there will be highs and lows because we're cyclic. There will be ups and downs because we're currents and waves. But at the end, if you can balance it well and good, your cost, your infrastructure, there'll be more investment in infrastructure. There'll be more investment in human resources. There'll be more investment in um, um, in IT. There'll be more investment in. Uh, uh, startups. All of this is because in uh, because of the cost of capital is low. All of this is because your balance of demand and supply is is balance is good enough, and your inflation is low. Now, I'm not saying inflation is is low at this particular point in India. It's not. Uh, it is a little bit high, but it's high all over the world. If you come to North America, you will see a whole different picture. Inflation is 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 a nightmare, and there's no covering up this cost. No covering up this cost. So it's important to understand. Very, very important to understand this. I'm going to put a link on my podcast. So you make the difference of anyone who's playing gladiator politics, us versus them. Um, it is to deflect from something. And this is exactly what has caused the inflation. Not investing in um, in the country as a whole, but investing in us versus them. Investing in a minority versus majority, which has kept us corrupt, which has kept us um, impoverished. And which has kept the um, investment or lack thereof in infrastructure, education, health and and. Uh, uh, and uh, technology at its bare minimal, where China, on the other hand, has invested in the last 50 years in everything that matters, infrastructure, health, IT, human resources for all. And they have come to where they are because they've invested for everyone without playing the divide and rule uh, gladiator politics. But 60 years of Congress government has invested in this gladiator business of minority appeasement, majority versus minority. And because of that, there's been no investment in infrastructure, no investment in anything, uh, a system coming crashing down. And because of that, 
um, China's gone ahead. We've lost opportunities. And now we say, well, why does China have invested in um, high-speed rail? Well, high-speed rail is because they did the basics. They did the, laid the foundation for the last 60 years. So now they have the money from that investment to go one step forward. But if we don't have the money to still lay that foundation, we're not going to go to step number three. And that is because we've invested in gladiator politics, uh, minority versus majority appeasement. And um, this is the long and short of the story. So at this point, I just want to tell you um, what this is. You need exact proof. And I, I hope that you will take this and share it with your friends, with your family, with your neighbors um, and, and go from there. Um, you can do your part in it by understanding it and practicing that balance in your home, in your economics, in your budget, in your wallet. You don't have to wait for a country to do it. You do it in your home and you will win down the road accordingly your children will be better your grandchildren and they will form that society is that is better if you know how to practice a balanced economics in your home and your budget Um, and one day everyone will get to understand how it works it's a very simple method it's balance of your demand and supply that's all it is making sure you have not have too much liquidity or too much of inventory or too little inventory on that note i take your leave i thank you so much for your time um and tomorrow we will meet again thank you once again cheers and stay safe